Thank you so much for joining me today. I am Yetunde and I talk to people about their journey into tech. So hello, today I'm going to be speaking with Deja about dealing with depression in tech. So Deja, why did you decide to get into tech? Uh, well, the first time I got into tech was because of a job training program in like 2015 that I started. Um, it was it was just an, an IT training program so I can get like my uh, com, com, my CompTIA A plus certification and uh, and get like a, an, a just you know a regular IT desk job and I, I just did it because I needed some type of stable income and you know I work I like computers so I thought working in IT would be okay I guess yeah yeah so but. Um, haven't really had much luck with that recently, so I've, I've been looking for other uh, things that I could do, like working from home that I could do, and, and I just found this uh, Skillshare class on building websites, and I kind of, I really liked it, so I decided mm-hmm. to pursue that because I like to be, I like the idea of being my own boss and like working from home or anywhere else in the world. Yeah. That's definitely the dream. Yeah. So how did it go with the Comtai uh, certification? Well, that was pretty easy getting it. Um, well, not easy because I failed the test like twice. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's just that the class that I was in was very good at, um, you know, uh, teaching me everything that I needed to, uh, for the, to get the certification. Yeah. Was it like an online class? Or? No, it was an in-person thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you learned about tech from that. What made you to decide to actually start a career in tech? I just needed a stable income. That's like the main thing that I was thinking about, just some type of stable income doing in a field that I am possibly interested in because I'm a huge nerd and I like to be on computers all day. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what challenges did you have while learning tech? Uh, I think the main challenge would be just choosing a path and sticking to it. Because, you know, like every code newbie, they, we get stuck in this, in this, uh, this pattern of like finding different courses and then, you know, just course hopping. Yeah. Cause, cause, uh, cause there's just so many things that you can do like with the, uh, with, you know, just HTML, CSS and JavaScript. And um, I was struggling to find, like, what path I wanted to go down. Like, do I, do I want to be strictly web? Do I want to be, you know, Android or iOS or whatever, front end, back end, and all that other jazz? Like, I just, I had no idea. So I was just, I was just course hopping, just finding different courses that will teach me everything so that I could uh, be prepared to, to branch out if I needed to. But I think I found that course. Um, I think I found that course now. Yeah, I definitely fall into that pattern like every few months. I'm like, oh, do I really want to be doing this? Do I want to be doing something else? 
Mm-hmm. So it, it's really important to just find something you like and just stick to it. Yeah. So I heard about your year of completion also. Uh, can you tell me about that and why you decided to to do that? Yeah, so that kind of stemmed from my uh, inability to complete things. Like mm-hmm. I've always been that way. Like even in, even in like my school days, I've never completed any school projects. I've never finished my homework. I just, I just don't complete things. Not even games that I play. I always restart in, in the games that I play for some reason. Like I cannot finish anything that I do. So I started this year of completion challenge where I just finish everything that I start and I'm going to start and I'm going to do like one project, one course at a time. I'm not going to, you know, stop and and do another course or whatever. I'm going to stick to this one course all the way through. So that's that's basically what it is. So how's it been going? If you don't um, mind me asking. Not great. <laughs> no. No, because winter is especially hard for me and, you know, dealing with depression. Um, yeah. So it's seasonal depression. And I've been having a lot of anxiety lately, which is like, which takes away some, a lot of my energy, which makes me depressed because I'm tired all the time and I'm not doing as much. Um, I'm not doing everything that I need to be doing because I'm so tired because of anxiety. And it's just like this never ending cycle of, of being tired and having a panic attack and then being even more tired after that. So it's, it's not been going great. Yeah, it's definitely a cycle. How did you mostly learn? Did you mostly read or do tutorials? Or? Yeah, I mostly do video tutorials because um, me and my brain cannot stay focused reading on the screen. <laughs> So yeah, I mostly do video tutorials and I just, I Google a cold sample and then I just play with it a little bit and that's how I learn more in depth. Yeah, me too. I mostly uh, did video tutorials, but I last week I stumbled upon like some reading materials and I felt like I learned more than I learned from doing like a whole tutorial. So mm-hmm. I'm still actually trying to figure out if I learn better from reading or tutorials. Yeah. So how's it been studying and working in tech while dealing with depression? Well, I don't have a tech job right now. Um, I'm just studying. And it, like I said before, it has not been going great recently. Um, I, don't, I don't know why I, I had like a sudden surge of energy like the last couple of weeks of the uh, 2018, but like now I'm just so drained and I don't exactly know what to do to to regain all that energy. Well, so, you're freelance. I think that counts as working in tech. Well, yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> freelancing. <laughs> so uh, the client that I'm working with right now, like we're not doing anything uh anytime soon i don't think as least we have to talk again on uh sunday i'll be meeting with her team so so we can talk about that exactly what we're going to be doing for the past for the next couple of months okay so what do you do right now 
I'm mostly just studying or trying to study, <laughs> trying to complete some projects and build out my portfolio so I can start getting more clients. So how's uh, the freelancing been? I know you said you freelance a little bit. I mean, it's been okay because I haven't really been putting myself out there because uh, I feel like I'm not ready for that yet. Um, that's mostly due to my, you know, depression and anxiety because that contributes to, um, uh, what did I call it again? I forgot. Imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah, imposter syndrome. Yeah. 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 I also struggle a bit with putting myself out there because I'm like, like, am I ready? <laughs> yeah, and I don't exactly know, like, uh, like what type of clients I want to go for. Yeah, like a niche. Yeah. Okay. So what made you decide to freelance instead of looking for a full-time job in tech? I don't know. I'm just not really a job person. I've I've been trying to get like a normal nine to five job since I got out of high school and it's, it's not I've had some luck. Like I I got like a um a housekeeping job at a uh at a uh, hotel when I was uh, in college in Arizona, but that was like the only job that I was able to get. And then of course I started the uh, IT training program and I was able to get like one, two contracts after that. And I still haven't been able to get anything uh, long-term or any, or even, I haven't even been able to get another um, IT contract. So now that my, a plus certification has expired. I'm just just trying to to learn as much as I can as fast as possible, so I, I so I can start freelancing and not have to rely on a job on getting a job. Yeah. How was your experience uh, contracting? It was it was nice. I mean, I met some really interesting people with my contracts. Um, the work was was actually really fun. Um, I remember the last contract I was on, I was going to like different DC government offices around, you know, DC and mm -hmm. uh, just, um, just meeting a lot of people, helping them with their phones, with their government issued phones and laptops. And, and it was really fun. Yeah. Sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, so you recently launched your brand, Empathy Tech. What's it about and why did you decide to launch it? Um, I, for, for, for as long as I can remember, I've always been empathic. I've always, I've always had this ability to sense other people's emotions. Um, and, and even to the point where I can literally feel somebody else's pain, which is not fun. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. So um, I kind of tried to distance myself from my empathy because I, I just wanted to, to block everybody else's emotions and stuff out so I can just focus on myself. And um, I think I just... I saw my empathy as a weakness and that, and I recently realized that empathy doesn't have to be a weakness, especially in the technology space, you know, with everything that's going on with Facebook and Uber and, and all yeah. that, 
and all those big tech companies that are just using people to get money or whatever. Yeah, I just don't want to contribute to that um that mindset about technology. I want tech I want technology to work for the people, not work for, you know, the companies so that they can get more money or whatever. Yeah. So So what's your what do you think your brand is going to do to help um to help more to help get more empathy in tech? Um, right now I don't have a plan. <laughs> the only thing I the only thing I have is a name and an idea, and I don't exactly know what I'm going to be doing with with this idea yet. Um, but I know eventually I want to uh start like some type of nonprofit organization for people who are dealing with anxiety and depression, or you know anything any mental health uh, illness, to be honest. Um, I want to give them like some type of sustainable way so that they can live and, and deal with their illness properly. You know? Yeah. I, I just, I don't know yet. <laughs> that sounds like a mission. That sounds like uh, something you can say, yes, that's what I'm going to be doing with my brand. It's very, it's very impactful. Yeah. It helps people have empathy for uh, people dealing with depression or their mental illness. So yeah. I think you yeah. already have an idea. Yeah, because a lot of people still believe that it's all made up or whatever, and it's it's not. Yeah, that's very false. Um, so what programming languages do you use right now? Or do you want to use in the future? Uh, right now, I'm just um, I just know some basic JavaScript, like I can create buttons and stuff like that. Uh, but later, I I think next I'm going to learn either Java or Python. I haven't decided yet yeah. because I I eventually want to create Android apps. Um. Yeah, so Java or I've heard Colton is another thing that you need to in order to do Android uh, development. Um, but it's really a tie between Java and Python for like my next after I master JavaScript. Yeah, sounds like pretty interesting. Uh, Python is, I feel like I've done Java and I know like the basics of Python, I think. Python is, has more applications and also kind of easier. So just maybe to help you in your decision. It is. Okay. Python, yeah. I think Python is uh, easier to learn than Java. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what misconceptions about programming do you think most people have? I think um, a lot of people think that you need to be like some sort of Einstein level genius in order to do programming. Or you have to be like uh, really good at math, and that's just not true at all. Yeah. Um, uh, so the stuff that I've done in JavaScript, you press, you pr- you pretty much put in the numbers, and the computer does the calculation. <coughs> so 
guess about it or and you and you don't really have to be very smart to do programming like as long as you can follow along the tutorial and uh google things whenever you're stuck you pretty much can't be a programmer yeah there isn't that much math in programming it's mostly like uh yeah, there's not that much math. Maybe in computer science there is like the theory mm-hmm. parts, but to yeah. actually program, I don't think I've really encountered that much math. Yeah. So how's your tech journey been like and where are you in it right now? Um I've been, you know, stuck in that loop and I'm just trying to get out of it with this uh, year completion challenge. Um and I think uh, I think um, I think I'm at that point where I'm just stuck in the crossroads. Like, do I stay on this loop? Or, I mean, not do I, but like, will I stay on this loop or will I finally break out of it and move forward in my uh, studies and my career? I think that's where I am right now. Yeah, I feel like you break out of the loop. I always see you doing projects and talking about how mental illness in, well, in tech. And I feel like you do really good things. Thanks. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. Um, so what do you think your next step is? Uh, well, right now, I'm just trying to finish this year of completion website <laughs> so I can get back to, back to studying so I can update my uh, progress on the website as like a little blog or a newsletter or something. Um, And then after that, I'm going to get back into uh, my zero to mastery course and and finish that. And then, you know, continue to update my progress uh, throughout the year. Uh, Do you want to share your your completion website? Um, It's not up yet. Uh, But like maybe after this weekend, it should be finished. Okay. Yeah. I'll put that in the description link. Okay, cool. Um, so is there anything you want to tell people who suffer uh, depression with depression in tech? Oh, <laughs> who deal with depression in tech? Yeah. Um, the main thing I have to say is, and you've probably heard this before, is you will have good days and you will have bad days. And sometimes your bad days are going to last a very long time, especially if you have seasonal depression. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, winter is just going to be hard for you. And that's okay. Like, there's nothing wrong with you. That's just, that's just the depression. That's just what it is. Um, And if you can, if you, yeah, if you can afford therapy or if you, are on like some healthcare plan, please, please, please seek help. You may not know it, but there is probably a free therapist that you could, uh, that you could go to in your neighborhood or maybe even a free depression group that you can go to in your town or city or whatever. Um, 
And this, if you are a black woman who suffers from anxiety or depression, there's this super amazing website called Therapy for Black Girls. And it gives you a list of resources of uh, offices that you can call for free or low cost therapy sessions, like one-on-one sessions or even group therapy. Like it's, it's saved so many people and I'm pretty sure it could help you. Yeah, thanks for sharing, Deidre. Those, uh, those are really helpful resources. Mm-hmm.